0: Hello and welcome to the Credit Pearls podcast. This is the first podcast of 2022 um, and it's a little bit different because I am not actually interviewing anybody. I wanted to put this podcast out um, just to give some advice and some of the things that I've learned over the past two years running my own business. Um, I wish that I had had a podcast like this to help me on my journey um, and from the very beginning. So the basics and things that. Maybe people don't tell you that you don't read in books. So I jotted down five things. So you do hear paper rattling, just ignore it, that I think were really, really important. And they were the first five things that came to my mind when I thought about uh, putting out this podcast. So hopefully, if there's anybody listening that is in the very early stages of starting their own business or is thinking about starting their own business, that this podcast can be of benefit to you. I'm far from an expert Um, I'm still really in the very early stages of I have people that help me and that share things with me and podcasts that I love to listen to that have been of huge benefit to me. So hopefully this helps somebody out there or maybe you can take something from it. The first thing that I've written down is thinking about your product and service or product or service, whatever it is that you're offering Um, and think about it in terms of what is it solving for your target market? So what is it solving for the person buying it or the business that's going to be buying your product or service? The reason I'm saying this is I set up my company called Face Credit Consultancy, thinking that the consultancy side of the business would be massive and the biggest seller. In actual fact, the biggest seller is the outsource credit control. And that's because people just want the problem solved they have a problem with debt, maybe they don't have the correct person in and they just want the money in. They don't want somebody to come in and tell them how to do it. They just want it done. So whatever it is that you're offering, it needs to be something people really, really want or really, really need. And that will determine how successful your business is. Um, And I remember then later on hearing that on a podcast about Amazon, and how they always focus on the end user. So they offer a a service, really, where you go and you find something that you want and anything that you want, you put it into Amazon, you generally find it um, really easy, click, click, deliver to your door. Fantastic service. And that's why it's so successful. So whatever it is that you're doing, constantly think about the end user and having an excellent product or service. You can have like brilliant marketing. Brilliant Google ads, it could be a really good salesperson. But if your product or service isn't good or people don't want or need it, it won't really be successful. So think about that before you even start. Um, The second thing that I've written down here is to think about your target market. Okay, now people did say that to me in the beginning, and I really didn't know what they meant. I was like, everybody's my target market. All businesses need to collect money. That's outstanding. But that's not necessarily true. So my target market needs to be a business that offers credit. They have to have a certain turnover. And they have to have a problem with debt. Otherwise, they're not interested in what I'm saying. They're not interested in my product. Um, so they're not my market. So do take time to write down, okay, who are my target market? Where do they hang out? Is it Facebook, Instagram? Is it LinkedIn? Um. And what are they going to search for on Google ads if they're looking for me? So say, for instance, you're selling face cream for wrinkles. Okay, you're going to be looking at women, maybe 40 plus or 35 plus, depending on how wrinkly they are. And where are they going to hang out? Facebook, Instagram. So that's where you're going to target them. And you want to only target the people that want to buy your product. Um, And you want to design all your marketing and all of everything needs to be designed towards them. And you're going to think about, Any content I'm going to put out is going to be attractive to this cohort of people. It saves time and it saves money. It makes your sales process quicker and and then you don't waste money targeted on people that aren't interested in your product. And I really wish that I'd have done that. I think I was about nine months in before I sat down and said, "Okay, who really is my target market? Where do they work in a business? Where do these people hang out? What content are they consuming? What would they if they were searching for my product, what would they type into Google? And that will help you then decide what kind of ads you're going to put out there, what content I put out on social media. Um, So I don't want my friends to enjoy my content on social media. I want my target audience to enjoy it and I want them to look at it. Um, And when I started to do that, then then my sales started to increase. so do think about that and do take time. I actually took time to really think about then who in the business, you know, are they males or females and what age group are they? What do they enjoy? You know, so I've, I've, I've you know, it's generally males with me between the age of, you know, thirty five and sixty and um, most of them play golf. So I've done that and I've kind of created a person that I'm targeting all of the time when I think about my marketing. Um, And my advertisement so do take the time to think about who your target audience is and that may change as your business grows so do that every now and again and i wish i really had understood what people meant when they said that so that's something that i really really learned the third thing that i have written down and something that sounds a bit flowery is self-awareness You really, really, really need to be self-aware when you're starting a business. What am I good at? What am I not good at? What do I like doing? Also, how much work is too much for me? How much of this can I take? What are my triggers for stress? And do I know if I'm about to reach burnout? Okay, so if we think about what am I good at? That's really important because if you know what you're good at, then really focus on those, really become excellent at them. And become, they're the things that you need to focus on. What I'm not good at in the early days, yeah, note Either if you can possibly outsource it to somebody else, do. But I would also advise, so if you're not good at finance, you do need to have an understanding of your financials and of your figures. If you're not good at, say, social media and marketing, you do need to have an understanding of that. And the reason I'm saying that is that you need to have an ability to ask educated questions and to read reports when they're given to you so that you can understand whether it's good or bad. You won't then, if you do understand whether it's good or bad, you won't have the wool pulled over your eyes. For me, I was good operationally. I would worked in a lot of companies. I understood how they worked. I was good at managing people. I had a lot of experience there. I understood financials to a certain degree um, but I didn't have a clue about marketing. I'd never done it in my life. I hadn't an iota, but I read a huge amount of books. I listened to a, a massive amount of podcasts and I consumed all of as much information as I could about this, and I found I actually was quite good at it and I enjoyed it. So as time went on, I do all of my own um, marketing and social media. And I do sometimes uh, touch base with experts and ask them and get them in from time to time to review what I'm doing. But I enjoy it, I'm good at it, I understand my product and service. And I think at the moment, nobody else can do that better than me. But there's other things like bookkeeping that I was really good at, but I hate it. And it takes me ages and I put it off. So I outsource that to somebody else and I let them look after that because I'm not just going to waste my time. I think it's a waste of my time to do that. So becoming self-aware about your strengths and your weaknesses and really hone in on your strengths. If you're good at something, become excellent at it and then in your downtime for the things that you're not good at, consume content, read books, get the basics on it, get good at it to a certain point or outsource it to somebody else. And then understanding yourself, your self-awareness as in yourself. How do I feel? What is too much work for me? What are my triggers for stress? When do I need to take time out? I know a load of people in 2020 were talking about burnout and we're talking about stress and anxiety. And when you're self-aware enough to know, OK, I need a break now. And take that break and I'm and that can wait till tomorrow. That's really, really important because we're so driven in our businesses and you will work really hard and you'll do what it takes to be successful. Knowing when's enough for you and that's different for everybody. Um, is really important and to take that time out. I, I nearly hit that stage in 2020. Um, at the end of 2020, I got really sick and it probably was because I was doing too much and doing too much of the things that weren't good for me. Um, so it is important to be self-aware enough to know what's enough for me, what do I need to do to keep myself and my mental health good? Um, so for some people that might be taking a walk, running, playing golf, but you need to know enough about yourself to know what you need. And everybody's level is different and everybody's downtime will be a different thing. Some people like to game. Some people like to watch Netflix, whatever your jam is. But you self-awareness is really important when you're in your own business. And that's something that nobody spoke to me about. They spoke about the financials. They spoke about uh, sales. I understood about marketing. But that self-awareness piece is really, really important. So take time to check in with yourself. How am I doing? Am I still enjoying this? Is this still good for me? Um, are there areas I need to improve? Are there areas that I'm good at that I could get better at? So that's something that isn't spoken about a lot. But yeah, re- huge when you run your own business and something that I think should be spoken about more. I have a fourth thing written down here, which is surround yourself with good people. Oh, look. I know people throw this around there about who you surround yourself with, but something that came up for me when I left the company was, um, I had worked in a huge business where I was surrounded with loads of different people. People liked people I didn't. People I could bounce ideas off. Suddenly, when you're own, a, I was lonely, but I didn't have people that I could ask their advice on that could give me solid advice back. So asking my family and friends, you know, they don't understand my business. Most of them have never run a business, so that's not really an option. So you need to have people around you that you can bounce ideas off, that they are going to give you a solid answer, that's credible, that they are qualified to give you the answer. And they're not just going to say yes or no. If you ask your family and friends, they're going to a, most of them will just say, yeah, it's a great idea. Or some people will be so fearful that they'll say, no, don't do that. Don't take that risk because they're afraid of you failing. What I did was I joined a lot of networking groups where there was a lot of other business people there too and people that owned their own business. So I made friends with them, hung out with them. and um, I can ask them their advice. I can ask them questions. Um, that was really, really important for me and really nice to have. Also, it's a good idea maybe to have a mentor. Um, so in the early days when you have no money and you're starting your business, if you don't have a huge budget, maybe pick somebody that, you know is a few years ahead of you in their business and ask them if you can you know use them as a mentor and tap into them for advice or bounce ideas off them and it doesn't have to be that they're sitting down you know once a week for an hour it can be a 10 minute phone call or a quick email you don't take up too much of their time especially if you're not paying for it but I do it for people now that are behind me and I have people that do it for me and it's really really nice Um, Because what I found was people can be sick of listening to you about your business. We're obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with my business. You will be with yours or you are with yours. And we don't have people that we can consistently, like my family are sick. They don't hear it. Um, So it's nice to have people that I can talk to about my business. And I've met great people that I can Mm -hmm. chat to about my business. that I can moan to about my business, that I can ask for advice, that I can tell them my new idea and most of them are qualified then to give me an answer that isn't. So that's brilliant. Uh, so that's really, really important. Do surround yourself with people that are like minded. And what I also found was a lot of people don't understand your drive. They don't understand why you're working so hard. They don't understand what you're doing or why you would have the goals that you have. And when you hang around with people that are doing the same thing, oh, it's just a great environment to be in. It's really supportive. Um, and it really helps you get to where you want to go quicker because you're surrounded by like minded people. So that's something that, again, nobody said to me. I did hear it knocked around a bit, but there's many different reasons that it's good to have a good, a good cohort of people around you um, to support what you're doing and to understand, you know, where you're going. That's very, very important. I have two things written down for the last point. And I I put them down together because I think they tie in together. But I also think that probably the most important thing that I could say. On this podcast, and that is self-belief and hard work. You will not get anywhere unless you have both of them. I have never worked as hard in my life, and I have always worked hard, always, as I have since I started my own business. And I look around at people that I admire, anybody. And they've worked very hard in the early days. It is like having a newborn baby. You will be up at night. You will be putting in long hours. You will worry about it all of the time. And um, there's so many new things, things that you haven't done and things that you haven't experienced. So it it is such a learning curve, but you will have to put in hours and hard work. I don't know anybody that's successful without us. Look around At people that are very successful and all of them say that they work hard and especially in the early days you need to put those hours in. So you're not be prepared for that. If you're starting your new business, be prepared for that in the early days. I don't think that lasts forever. I don't know. I'm not there yet. I still put a lot of hours in. I don't know if that lasts forever, but you have to be prepared to put in long hours and it is hard work, but not like work that I did before. It's so enjoyable. I love what I do and I wake up every day feeling fulfilled feeling that I'm working towards a goal that's mine. Um, and that feels completely different than when I worked in any other business. So it's a different kind of hard work. Um, I'm working towards building a business that I really believe adds value to other businesses that I believe in, that makes me fulfilled. So it's a different kind of hard work, but yeah, necessary. Um, and then self belief. That's really important for the bad days for days when things go wrong, for weeks when things go wrong, when you're tired, when, you know, the customer isn't happy when something goes wrong or you're not where you thought you would be or somebody says something negative about you or your business. So you have to have self-belief. That's what will get you through the bad days. That's what will get you through tough times, doubts um, and other people's opinion. And I do remember when I was starting my business, and there was a person that I really admired. Um, he used to be a boss of mine, and I admired his opinion so much. And I told him my idea of a business, and he said, Yeah, that's not really a business, is it? That won't take off. And I thought, oh God, this but I'd started <laughs> and I, I thought, Oh, this is terrible. But actually, he wasn't qualified to give that opinion. He never started his own business. He didn't understand what I was doing. But I'd enough belief in myself to say, okay that's the opinion I really still think this is going to work and I can see how this can add value to other businesses and I was right because now we've a lovely portfolio of customers and I know that we add huge value to their businesses we're definitely solving a problem and it's definitely working out so when I have bad days I think of that or when people say something negative to me you know another person said to me oh I heard a few people that were trying to do what you were doing and they weren't successful it never really took off um but mine did and my business did and it did grow. So you have to have huge self-belief. And, and as I said, that is what gets you through those tough days. And, you know, where you're tired and exhausted and you, you think, am I getting anywhere at all? So you have to have massive self-belief. So that is it. They are all the things that I had on my list. Look, there's another 20 that I could I could do another po- podcast on this. But when I sat down to think about what did I learn last year? that was really important, that I wish I had have known when I started my business. They were the things that came to mind um, straight away. So I wanted to talk about them. And I hope if there is somebody that is starting their new business or is in the very early stages, even earlier than I'm in, that this can add benefit to. I I hope it really was helpful Um, because honestly, they're the things that I've learned and they're the things that I wish I'd known when I started. So if this was helpful to you, please Uh, or if you feel it could be helpful to somebody that you know, please let them know about it. It's the Credit Pearls podcast. And my name is Diane Farrell. Thank you very much.